Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined by the one, the only, or me. Megan Connolly. The one kidneyed wonder. That's what um, my new name will be. Megan Connolly. <laughs> Megan, how are you? It's so good to see you. I would love to tell you this is my first podcast with one kidney, but it's actually it's my not. Second. No, and that's the thing. I saw you did laugh lines. Um, and I was like, oh no, they're gonna get all the kidney tea before me. Um, we haven't seen you because I had a guest host, CJ, uh, while you were in. How do you do? He did great, you know, because we were talking about NBA free agency because that was really like the only thing popping. And truly, he had been like annoying me. Like I had said to him, we almost got in a fight because he he goes, oh, my God, he just kept doing that like all day. And it's like, we have a child. We have a home like you can't just like throw out. Oh, my God. And then follow it up with like some no name backup center. I don't care about. So it was like just so annoying that I'm like, you know what? You sh- you can come on the podcast. And you can release all of this free agency energy. So it was good for our marriage, too. Well, I'm really glad that that happened. Um, and we we can talk a little bit about free agency in today's podcast as well. Yes. Right? Um, first of all, tell us London. I'd love oh, to hear London at least some was- Wimbledon highlights. London was um, good, very good. Um, we had two shows in London and that was great. And then Andrew and I stayed for three days to kind of have some fun. Um, we went and saw a, a holographic ABBA show. Which yes, was that's so famous right now. Yeah, wow. it's really cool. I think that they should start doing more of these, like not to compete with artists, but like to sort no, of ABBA is who did it. ABBA's like exactly. we're old, but we yeah. want money. Like it's and brilliant. I think of yeah, and I think of now like the Eras tour is obviously like the hottest thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not a Swifty. I know you are not a Swifty. No. But I do appreciate the history of what is happening with this tour. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love a performance. So I do, I have like, look, I wouldn't buy the ticket to go no. just because I think it's astronomical. But like 20, 30 years from now, if there was a holographic version of it, I think it would be a really cool way to capture what this like Swifty mania was like. So I think like moving forward, this would be a really awesome thing to do. And there was a lot of like, older ladies with um sparkly pants uh, and like, crowns oh and my god I'm, when, I'm picturing Bridget Jones's mom it Just really was like 80 Jones for mom. Brady like I kept thinking of the girls from 80 for Brady being at this ABBA concert but, like, I love ABBA really too great. Conrad and I were listening to the Mamma Mia soundtrack yesterday <laughs> it's great and then um it's crazy because you know it's holographic but when they played Dancing Queen we were on like what they called the dance floor which is like the the floor sure. standing room only yeah. section um and um when we turned around and they were playing dancing queen all everybody in the stands was up uh, and dancing and swaying so it was with really, their like uh, second hips God yeah it them. was great because it's like it, you know it wasn't there weren't real performers there but you got to have that concert experience and also no, it was really fun. interesting to me that 
like concession food in London is yeah, what way is better than concession food in the States. You can get like a real good meal. I had like a curry bowl. Andrew had mm. this like salmon salad. I mean, there's a lot of different options so, and they are really good. I actually have a theory that stadium food has gotten worse over the last few years. Um, Staples Center Crypto I mean, this is this is where the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings, this has got to be one of the busiest stadiums with the most amount of money coming in. Their food is terrible. Yeah, in London, the stadium food is much better. And this is a perfect summer off sports, off season topic is stadium food. And I just want to say over in the UK, they're they're doing it right. I also love that they give you, if you order like a beer, they'll give you the actual bottle. Whereas in the States, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We no, can't, we can't give you trusted because you're going to kill somebody with it. Right. But in London, they're like, oh, please enjoy this bottle. Now, when mm-hmm. I went into the actual concert, like I could have the bottle as I'm walking around in yeah. the in the venue. But once I went into the concert, I had to put it in a cup. But in the States, they will never even give you the bottle because you'll kill somebody. No, they say, Um, here's a hundred guns. Give me your Miller Lite. Um, Okay. Oh, continue. I was just going to say, speaking of food at stadiums, you did have strawberries and cream. at Yes. So I went to Wimbledon. Um, I probably reached out to every single contact I have. I talked to my agent. I talked to people at ESPN. I talked to people at NBC. I like really tried to get a pass to get into Wimbledon. And I had a lot of people working on it and none of it worked. So I was uh. like, okay. Well, we're just going to have to go in the queue. And so if you're not familiar with Wimbledon, um, it's sort of like a master system. You can apply for tickets via the lottery, but Mm -hmm. only people in the UK are eligible for that. So we are obviously not eligible for that. Um, And then uh, you can wait in what they call the queue, which is this giant field outside of Wimbledon and 20,000 fans can get in via the queue. Every day. Every single day. Now, the first 1,500 fans have guaranteed access to center court. Wow. Okay. The rest have a grounds pass, which is great because there are 19 courts and there's Mm -hmm. a lot to see. So we were like, all right, let's try to get the grounds pass because in order to be in that first 1,500, you have to camp. And we're not about ready to camp. Well, and you went early enough that the outer courts have major matches going on. Exactly. As you get further into the fortnight, then you are going to be seeing juniors, which is still exciting. But it's like, that's why I always like to go to the U.S. Open like day two, because then you're seeing ranked players playing on these outer courts. Exactly. We saw Matteo. I'm going to totally butcher. Veratini. Thank you. Matteo Berrettini. Um, We waited in line. Yes. And Megan, at one point, he took off his shirt. (gasps) And the entire crowd. Yeah, the entire crowd was like, oh, oh. They were very excited about seeing Matteo. So, I mean, he was in the Wimbledon final in 2021. So getting to see him participate in a match. I mean, that was close. Really cool. Um, We saw Donna. I would also butcher her last name. Um, One of the females, she made it to the round of 16. So we saw her come up with a big win as well. Um, But we got to the queue around 730. So you enter the queue. It was actually kind of funny because we got off the tube to go to the queue. And like, you know, we are at the point where getting in that the top 1500 is, is long gone. But there were some people running from the tube to the queue, which was sort of like, hmm, like we're not 
we're all gonna get in and probably around the same time but you know i know the little adrenaline rush may help some people you know people people in in mass groups they get dorky it's the same it's the airport vibe it's just like okay you're you're first but i will say this queue system would never work in the states absolutely not people would be again like it's the same thing with the beer bottle yeah so it's you, you enter this massive um field we waited in line we got there around 7 30 around 8 15 we got our cue cards so they give mm-hmm. you these cards and they're all numbered in order um and it's you know it's one to twenty thousand. i think we were like six thousand or something like wow. that and um then the gates open at 10 a.m so you just wait and then they slowly let people in. We got into Wimbledon around one o'clock. So it was a lot of waiting. Now, if I could do it again, I would do it totally differently. There's people who have blankets and chairs and yeah. picnics and they're really enjoying themselves. And then also, since Andrew and I were together, like one of us could leave the queue and like go mm-hmm. on a little walk or go get something to eat or go mm-hmm. to the bathroom and then you could come back. So if I were to do Wimbledon again, Andrew said, no way, I would never queue again. I would never wait that long to go into Wimbledon. I said, I think the queue can be fun if you Uh were doing it with a group of friends and you did it the right way. And you have excitement for the queue. You can do whatever you want. Like in the States, this would be a tailgate. Like I think we would have, I think you and I could have a good time. I would, yeah, but you know, I'm thinking Bill's Mafia queuing would be a total yeah. nightmare. I mean, there would oh, be yeah. fires, there would be riots, there would be tables broken. In London, everybody's just patient, calm, waiting, enjoying themselves. Um, they're more I, civilized than us. They've got bad really teeth, are. but they're more civilized. Exactly. Um, now, I actually <laughs> went as far to say that if the weather was nice, I would consider camping. Uh-huh. So where it is, it's like, I said it a million times with this giant field. It's in a huge park. That's absolutely beautiful. There's like trails around it. There's a pond. It's, it's massive. And if the weather was nice and you had kids, because we could see families lining up for the next day while we were waiting in line. But if it was a nice weather day and there, and you had kids, it looked like there were some families that it was like, this was their family tradition, right? Like they would get the tent. They brought um, their kids playing cricket. There were kids playing soccer. Like, this was their fun, you know, and they would just go with their friends and they'd barbecue. They would bring picnic stuff. They would bring bottles of wine and they would just have a great time. And then the next day it's guaranteed ticket to center court, which is obviously amazing and a once in a lifetime opportunity, but Wimbledon was great. Um, I have an update on the outfit situation. So I realized that you cannot look cute at Wimbledon if you stand you're in the queue yeah because the queue uh it rains a lot in London maybe not all day but it there's will mud rain. and so if you're queuing uh wearing a cute outfit is just way out of the question I saw this one girl get off the train wearing all white she had these wedge shoes on yeah. and then we got to the queue it's a huge muddy field oh. and then it rained like four or five times while yeah. we were standing there so I was kind of curious if I was going to run into her again, because there's no, no way that, that, outfit that was white done. outfit And you was. know what? I saw people, you know, I didn't even like Ariana Grande's outfit. And you know, she didn't have to wait in the queue. She was in some oh, sort no. of like 
long wool gray skirt. And I'm like, Ariana, what are we doing? Um, give us a, we are, you are our forever mensch on this pod oh, thank um, you. for your kidney donation that you went, thank you. Um, that you went through. How are you feeling? Um, I'm all things considered. I'm doing great. Um, I had a little bit of a regression day yesterday, but um, really like the fact that I gave life to four people. I mean, and then also I spent a I spent two days with my indirect recipient. So I donated mm-hmm. and like she will get her kidney. She it's has a relay, phone allowed right? and she kidney should be relay, getting right? a call any day. She does dialysis three times a day. And so Oof. I spent two days with her and just watching what somebody goes through when they're doing dialysis. It like Megan, I cried. I sobbed. <sighs> it's so sad. It completely interrupts your life. Going in, because she does it in her bedroom, she does it at home. She had to have surgery to have a whole pump put in mm. to do dialysis. And it's just so depressing. Their entire bedroom looks like a hospital room. I mean, I'm Ugh. like, I can't even really talk about it because I'm going to cry. Yeah. But um, what I went through pales in comparison to even one day of dialysis. So I'm really grateful um, that I had really good care. And, um, you know, like I'm... I hate to even be like, I'm an athlete, but you know, I'm a runner and I'm not just like your casual jogger. I'm I, I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a, a psycho with this running mm-hmm. thing because I'm not good enough to get paid to do it. But I mm-hmm. also am like still weirdly obsessed with it and set goals to do it, which like nobody tells me I have to do. And I'm still like training and doing workouts, which is just like, I think all the time, why do I do this? But in anything I do, I feel like I always have to like set that goal, right? Like got to get the goal. And that's totally- really where we differ. Yes. So um, I'm, me, I'm okay. fine to just phone things in. So I go, I'm going to do this, um, but it'll be fine. They told me 90% of people stay in the hospital two days after uh-huh. surgery. Uh-huh. And instantly in my head, I was like, well, I'm going to stay one. And my Megan. husband knows I'm like this. So he was like, would you please just relax and stay the two days? And I was like, okay, if I need it, I'll stay two days. But I was really motivated to get out of there in one day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, on it. As soon as I got out of um, surgery, I was like, definitely still drugged up because I said to my husband, I feel great. This of course. Awesome. Oh my God. And he was like, yep, that's the drugs. You are still um, under anesthesia. And then I set like a timer on my phone so that I would get up and walk and walking, even though it hurts so bad to get up yeah. because they do cut into your abdomen, it helps so much. And I think that's what helped me get out of the hospital. Also, I, um, I sent you this in a voice memo. I was really against like painkillers of any kind before this. Cause I was like, which I is stupid. Pain. Exactly. Stupid. And somebody told me before my surgery, you know, it's really dumb to have that mindset. And I was like, why yeah. my body can handle it. And they're like, Mm-mm. no, because your body needs to focus on recovering. And if your body Thank is you. focusing on the Thank pain, you. You're not going to recover. And, you're and not we have modern science. Recovery. It's yes. 2023. I do a joke about this. I say I delivered in 2022, not an episode of Downton Abbey. Fill mama up. So I did take the painkillers while I was in the hospital. And I honestly think it is the reason that I'm able to move so well right now. It's the reason that I was able to go home from the hospital in one day. I'm not still on the painkillers. I'm just taking Tylenol. I've just been taking Tylenol since I got home from the hospital. But um, I was one of those people, Megan, hand up that said, when I have kids, no epidural, I'm doing it naturally. And after this experience, I looked at my husband and I said, 
Why would I do that? They make these things to help you. Yeah, and and, and if I do, if I use them, I'm going to have my like it's it's way easier on my body, and I'm going to recover better, and then I'm going to be a better mother. And I'm really glad I didn't know that you were one of those people because that would have been really hard for me to develop as deep of a friendship with you as I did. So thank you for hiding that from me. Um, let's get into some sports. Thank you for all of the Megan Connolly updates. Oh, you're welcome. Also, my kidney is uh, went to somebody at UCLA. It's in LA. So keep your eyes open. Um, for your kidney. Open. Oh, I've been looking it's- everywhere. Look, I've, I've been, been looking, looking on Instagram, seeing if anybody's posted anything. I've see. been looking high and low. Also, the billion dollar lottery ticket was bought in downtown LA. It could have been bought by your kidney. Wouldn't that what be it was. pretty exciting? After I did buy a lottery ticket after I donated because I just felt oh. like maybe karma you, would be on my side. Of course. Um, you have win. now given life to four people. I've given life to only one. So you win the Megan Fun of Sports giving life decree. Did um, I show okay. you my kidney? Um, no. Do you want to see it? Sure. No. Right, sure. No, it's, it's actually really cool. It's way bigger than I thought. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. It looks like a bean. You know, it looks like a kidney bean, which is one of my favorite beans. Okay. So you get it off the screen. I looked at it. Okay. Right. You are, you are my mensch. My, I do have another mensch though. And that is, as we mentioned, Wimbledon, Carlos Alcarez, the men's championship winner at 19 years old. I think he's 19, maybe 20. Now I saw Carlos play back in March and, and he's been on the rise for a while. And everyone says, this kid is it. And he dethrones who is now the current GOAT, the record holder of championship major wins, Novak Djokovic. He beats him in five sets. It was a really great match. It was um, awesome. I watched yeah. all of it. And um, I thought Djokovic was just going to put him away, yeah. especially yeah. after winning the first set six to one. Six I was like, one. Oh, he's just messing around. Nope. This thing is over. But I will say he had a lot of unforced errors. I mean, he struggled yeah. on his serves quite a bit. And um, you could tell he was kicking himself a little bit. Yeah. And I do think it's a it's a changing of the guard. Now, I think Novak will go on to win at least one more major, at least one more. And it'll probably be the U.S. Open. Um, but I do think this kind of shows that the era of Federer, Nadal and Djokovic, which has been probably the greatest era of men's tennis because we've had three of the greatest playing at one time that end is now um and and That's Alcarez, you. so yeah. you don't think this is just a one-off you don't think this is gonna add fuel to the fire you don't think this is Brady losing to Nick Foles and then coming back and winning two more I think I think Novak will win majors but I think this new class of um, Francis Tiafo, um, this American guy, Chris, I believe it was a fair bait. I loved him. Um, Berrettini, like there are these sinner, there's these young guys clipping at their heels, Med, Med, Medvedev, um, who ate a little pouch like Conrad eats. Uh, their, their time is now and, and, and Novak is, the sun is setting on his career. Hot take. Hot take. I like it. We will have to see. I um I am concerned for him because he is from Serbia and I um I don't think it's going to I don't think they're going to be kind to him when he returns to his native country. Oh, he's beloved. He is I like, know, but they're the kind of country that only loves winners and they're um not no, really, they love him uh, so much. 
They love him so much. And he probably like goes to Serbia. Like, I don't, I don't think he lives full time in Serbia. Um, I was shocked to see his children smiling. Yeah. His kids are cute. His wife is gorgeous. I did unfollow her on Instagram. Okay. Give us your mensch. Why did you unfollow her? Because I was mad at him. Remember? No, I they, I have they a, all, yeah, they all yes. came after you. I was telling yes. Andrew the whole thing when we were watching. I was like, Megan yes. Healy has a rivalry with Novak. So <laughs> um, one way rivalry. And then he told me that somebody, some, some refer to Novak as Novak's Djokovic. So yeah, that was, that was or funny. the Joker. He's, um, he's the Joker too. My mensch of this week is uh, the Orlando Magic. Uh, they sent me a nice little care package. Well, I should be specific. It was not the Orlando Magic. It was Stuff, the mascot of the Orlando Magic. The Yes, the best mascot in all of sports. Debatable. Me, um, on Instagram and was like, you have the real stuff. Oh my god! And he said, "What's your address? I'm going to send you a care package." And I really didn't think he was going to. And then yesterday I arrived, and I have a stuffed stuffed animal. He gave me a stuffed shirt. I mean, I have these little stuffed crowns. I like it was so nice, an autographed picture of stuff. And I was way, 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 way too excited to get a care package from stuff. But um, hey, what what better way to brighten somebody's day than um, I think that's great, a mascot- Boomer. Sending if, you um these things. If Boomer sent me anything, whoo, that'd be I you missed on the on the last pod. I uh did let the listeners know Anthony Richardson and I have communicated via DMs and he followed me back. What what was the conversation like? I posted a picture of Conrad in his jersey on Fourth of July because it's he had red on he had red okay. shorts and then yeah, blue yeah. and white jersey. Um, and he replied fire emojis. And I was like, can't wait for you to kill it, hearted it, and then followed me back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, but, I am a little concerned now for CJ because listen, if he does well and he's good looking he's and he's in your DM. He's 21. Listen, I, age is just I a number. Mother. Age is uh, just, just a number. This is very exciting. Wow. I know. I also feel like this is this is the right time to do it because you yeah. are... Um, he's about to get busy. <laughs> yeah, he's it's about free. to like... Trading camp. Yeah, his, as soon as he has one big game, his follower number is going to go way up and you would get lost in the shuffle. So this yeah. is this is it. I'm I saved my claim. Yeah, because then there were pictures of him. Um, He met a baby. He held it like someone chased him down while he was like on one of those bird scooters and was like, will you hold my baby? And he held the baby, you know, like he's a politician. Um, Eddie, do you have a, a more honor mensch this week? Yeah, I do. I'll do my back to back quickly. Um, I've okay, said this great. on every pod on Extra Points Network, so apologies in advance, but I'm just sick and tired of the Yankees. They get my morn of the week. Went to the game one of the Angels series with Mikey Meatballs. Uh, saw the Shohei Otani home run. Saw the loss. The Yankees get swept. They got caught in camera in a nationally televised game yesterday, smiling, laughing. The dugout, Anthony Rizzo, who hasn't had like an extra base hit since April, was caught laughing. Carlos Rodon got shelled in his third start, comes off the, uh, the mound, and he blows kisses to Yankees fans. Um, thanks for taking $166 million from the organization for being absolutely awful. So they're spiraling out. Uh, but the frustrating part is that they're a 15 win team. So they're still relatively right. you know, in the hunt. They'd be the division leader um, if they're in, you know, the AL central or whatever. So it's just frustrating to see this team go down this way. I still hope that um, come trade deadline, they will be a little bit more aggressive. And obviously with the return of Aaron judge, which is hopefully soon, they'll be better. But man, that was not a fun 
series to watch, especially seeing uh, a team in similar fashion, the Angels, and with a guy, Shohei Otani, who could, in theory, be a Yankee at some point, and he's dominating. So that was not fun. But uh, on the brighter side, the match of the week are NFL teams that are actually making or or changing or tweaking their uniforms for the better. Uh, talking about you, Minnesota Vikings, they just tweaked it. The Cleveland Browns, which I don't even really like, like their uniforms, the brown and the orange is a strange color combo, but the white helmets, fantastic. Obviously, yesterday we also the Seattle Seahawks bring back what should have just sick. always been their uniform. I don't They're know sick. who in the organization was like, we're going to switch this weird neon green, maybe and, maybe blue. Yeah. The, the old school, the, the silver with the blue, it looks beautiful. That's a great one. And then the big news today, Megan, I want to hear about your Colts. They unveiled the Indiana Knights. Um, I will say the jerseys look a little college like a like a Duke. Um, I was thinking they looked alternate. high school. Yeah, it, they're strange. Uh, stripes going sideways are strange of the way you guys have them on the uniform. But I will give them credit. I do think the black helmet with the blue is very, very, very cool. So the NFL had a bad stretch with like the Lions and the Falcons of just some ugly uniforms. And I know down the road, we're going to have the Eagles come back with their Kelly Green. We're going to have the uh, Tennessee Titans are doing the Houston Oilers throwback. So some very, very good uniform options. The creamsicles, obviously, too, with the Buccaneers. So some great options this year. So the NFL, for once, did a pretty good job with the uniforms this year. So, Megan, I'd like to hear your review. I like yeah. the Colts, Megan. They look good. I don't love it. The, the the thing I don't like is that this they've decided on this logo that's like the C and then the inside of the C is the shape of Indiana. And it's just, it doesn't. Mm, I I just like the classic horseshoe. And so any twist on that logo, I'm not into. Blue is my favorite color. And with the unveiling, they said like these Indiana boys on this Indiana on these Indiana nights. So it's an homage to John Mellencamp. Uh, or no, Tom Petty. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking John Mellencamp because he's like the only musician we have um, mm-hmm. and Babyface. But um, Tom Petty, Last Dance with Mary Jane. So it's like, I, I love that. But that that logo is iffy for me. And it was a high school logo, Cathedral High School in Indianapolis. That Then there was like some sort of lawsuit dispute. So I think maybe they bought them out. Um, but I am going to stay in the NFL for my morons. Uh, my morons is the- uh, my morons are the New York Jets. And I'm so excited that I get to call the Jets morons in July. Like we're not even to training camp. So it's been released that the Jets are going to be the team on hard knocks. You know, I'm a huge hard knocks fan. Oh, Didn't yeah. You in-season- even are a mid-season hard yes, knocks gal, yes. which is diehard because um, I check out. The no, I knocks. did a podcast that no one cared about for the midseason hard knocks. So I love hard knocks. The Jets have come out and been like, we do not want to be the team and we are not going to give you access. Oh, now, Jesus. I, I get that it's a, a, something that's been forced upon them. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a classic like. Uh, once I have to do it, it's not fair. And it's like, everyone had to do this. Like like a lot of other famous teams and coaches. So they've been saying they're not going to give access. They're not going to be cooperative. And what I would like to give them some advice on as a reality fan savant, do not be mean to the people that are filming you. 
Do mm-hmm. not be hostile to a reality TV crew because at the end of the day, they decide how you are portrayed to the entire world. It's yes, like, Megan, do. when we see someone be sassy to hair and makeup, and it's like, you should be the nicest to hair and makeup because they're they doing it They can make hair you look pretty bad. Yes. They can. And so even though you're mad at NFL Films or the league itself or HBO, I would say be kind to the producers, be kind to the cameramen. Because they are in charge of what is going out there. And that would be my advice to the Jets. I agree with everything that you said. Um, and look, you don't have to like it. It's a league mandate. And you got to access. But I do know if the Patriots were on hard knocks, they would do the exact same thing. Um, um, yeah, give us a mensch. Or oh, more on, more on. Well, I do want to just do one more mention. It is Immaculate Grid, this new game. It's not really new. It's been around for a couple of weeks now, but I'm totally obsessed with it and I look forward to it every single day. Are you familiar? I play no games. Okay, so you just go on your phone. It's immaculategrid.com and it has this whole grid and they have it for baseball and they have it for football. And so it will say like... Today was Mets, Giants, and um, Cincinnati Reds. And then it uh-huh. will have, and you have to fill out the grid. And then it was a 300 batting average um, at minimum. And so you fill it out with like all the players for history. And then they have a football one as well. And I love this game. I think it is so much fun. Um, it like sort of brings you down memory lane. You got to think of some of those journeymen players. I always try to answer with as many White Sox selections as I possibly can. But um, this game is so much fun. I even pitched to Sal that we do like a immaculate grid staff pool. And the problem is then people would cheat and you can't monitor cheating. So Um, so it's hard, but that is a very fun game. Okay. Do you have a Um, moron? I do have a moron. My moron is um, Northwestern football. Uh, They've been in the news. Megan, I've been terrible, wanting to ask terrible, you, terrible reasons. And I've been wanting to day, ask you about this. Every day it gets worse and worse and worse. Um, hazing, racism, uh, coach fired. I it's as bad as it can possibly get, and it is only getting progressively worse. And I think that this will just completely destroy a destroy program the, that was yeah. never even really that good anyways. Not I mean, they're probably good the Big Ten. once every four years. But it's right? a tough, they, divi- you know, they're in a tough conference. I mean, and they're, they're on the easy a, side of the conference, but in, in the they're have, an academic they're, based school sure, in I mean, a sports only, based conference. Sure. I mean, they're only a few years <laughs> removed from playing in the Big Ten championship game. Now, I know the West stinks right so it's like oh yeah well they had to just get through wisconsin and iowa all right yeah i hear you but for a program like northwestern to get to the big 10 championship game is a huge accomplishment but the problem now is they've been working to get a new football field uh ryan field if you've been to it i'm sorry it is very very um depressing i mean it's just one the opponent's team takes over the entire stadium it's old it's small it's a mile and a half off campus so it's really hard for students to get to but a donor was going to build a whole new facility um it was you know funded for by the ryan family and one of the issues with 
Northwestern is the university and the city of Evanston always butt heads. And one of the reasons is it's prime real estate, right? It's right yeah. on the lake from- And I it's don't the think Northwestern pays property taxes. They don't. And so yeah. that's- And so it's like, issue. you should really not, because my parents used to live in Evanston yep. and their property taxes were astronomical. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, um, they really value trees there. It's a it's a progressive- It's a beautiful sort of, community. It's a gorgeous, but like Northwestern is probably the largest landowner of the community. And pays no property taxes. Yes. And they have probably the best piece of land, right? Exactly. Like right on the lake. Um, now you so were an athlete, bad. you were an athlete at Northwestern. Did you have any idea of I have um family members who were um on the baseball team at Northwestern? I mean, they're making it seem now it was so rampant and so pervasive. Like, was there any inkling that there was anything going on? No, not to my yeah. own. And at Northwestern, all of the student athletes were really, really close. We uh-huh. all had to report to school early. So my first friends were athletes. So we all yeah. lived in one big dorm because Northwestern's on the quarter system. So we don't start school till almost October. So us student athletes arrived late July, early August. And we had, you know, those several months where it was like, oh, this is college. These are all my friends. I mean, the student, like I had a friend who ran cross country at Wisconsin and she was like, oh, we don't even talk to other teams, but it's not like that at Northwestern. All the teams are very, very, very close. And like being a student athlete is sort of like your sorority when you're right. there. You right, to your community. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, listen, I had a great experience. I, I didn't run as fast as I wanted to. I didn't have like the best <laughs> athletic career, but I think there's a lot of other factors that contributed to that. But no, I mean, most of my friends who were on different teams had really good experiences. Again, maybe like some didn't perform the way they wanted to, some didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve, but I didn't have any inkling of this. And really, I wanted Pat Fitzgerald gone for a while. I am. Um, nothing to do with <laughs> We this. know. We know. Like nothing to do with this. I did think he was a very um, good, upstanding citizen. Mm-hmm. So hearing this news is is tough, really. Well, tough. and the reports are that he didn't know, but at the end of the day, he is the leader of the team and, and the adult in charge across yep. the entire program. And so the buck stops with him. Um, I do yeah. think they need to clean house. So I was like, yeah. okay, who could they hire um, mm-hmm. to be one of these? So I was like, oh, you know, like, Tommy Reese, he's an assistant at um but you're Notre saying Dame. get rid he's of get... coordinator. But Tommy Reese was he was a grad assistant at Northwestern during this time. Yeah. So it's like, right. all right, well, if he was there during that time, did he know? And there's connections there. Like, no, he's out. So it's like all of these people who were sort of connected, like Mike Kafka, right? Like he's obviously another Eddie connection with the Giants. He's a Northwestern alum, but he was like, oh, well, he- They got to go outside of the time. program is I what you're saying. I did see, someone sent me a text. It was immediately after I woke up from surgery and it was a joke. <clears throat> But they said, um, Ed Ogeron to Northwestern. And I replied, I will give up my other yeah, kidney for Ed Ogeron. But um, I was kidding. But I, I would mm-hmm. love I would love that. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I he doesn't, that's think not this work. is the death Mm-mm. penalty for the program. And I think uh, I was actually going through my closet yesterday and I was like, can I wear these shirts? Like I have all maybe this. Take a, maybe take a break. 
I have Take all these John Morant shirts and I have all these Northwestern shirts. And I yesterday was like, do I donate them? Like, no, just um, take a break. They'll circle back. Um, two stories I want to mention before we go to our first break. We're already 40 minutes into the show, Megan. Sorry. Okay, so thank you for matter. the updates. But we got to get to our sports. Um, Sabrina Ionescu has the best three point contest performance ever. NBA, WNBA missed only two in the final round. Megan, you saw the footage. Oh yeah. I watched, I watched, I've had nothing to do, but sit on the couch and watch. I watched. Yes. It was incredible. It was so exciting. Even just her going to hug the other competitors afterwards and then being like you. Um, And then the U S women's national team kicks off pun intended their defense of the women's world cup tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. versus Vietnam. Now, the women are the way more exciting team than the men. The men do nothing. Um, So Women's World Cup uh, fever is in full swing. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we come back. We'll we'll get to we'll race through all of our topics to get you out of here in an hour. (laughs) Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All of this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL. That's O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. And then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get it right back as a bonus bet. Must be 21 plus, offer valid, and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and rewards credits will be added to the account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promo for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem in Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino? Call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and response Referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, we are back. While Megan was helping the world, I was at Summer League in Las Vegas. I did go to the Victor Wabanyama first game. So I saw that. And it was underwhelming. Very oh, underwhelming. Very. Oh my gosh. Very. He got and blocked, which I didn't think was possible because he's so large and massive and yeah. long. But it was underwhelming. A humbling beginning to his NBA career. Yes. A nine point um, debut. And it was this very strange thing where like the, the energy in the stadium was electric. Truly, it was like, oh, this is wild. And you're in a smaller stadium because it's the UNLV uh, basketball team. So it's not this like massive crypto or, and then it just like the air was like slowly let out. It was like, because you could just, and, and then you hear just like, idiots that don't really know anything they're like he's a bust and so I kept joking being like he's a bust he's a bust it's like he's not going to be a bust the no. Britney Spears fans were going wild on the internet um he he then bounced back had a great game um I think even just the next day so that shows some resilience and then the Spurs were like we're shutting him down so I did get to see him play so that was exciting he's so thin oh, yeah. and like I am a woman who lives in LA. So like, you know, I'm saying that like jealous, but also, oh my gosh, you're gonna, I, there are moments where you, you just see how tall and lean he is that it's like, you're going to, you're going to break in half against some of these guys. So I'm sure it was illuminating for pop and the Spurs organization. I think he seems like a, a good guy and like has the pressure of the world on him. And I think he had a really rough first two weeks in the public eye in, in America that I, I totally wish him well. Um, I got to see the Pacers play. Now, my main issue with Summer League is that it's in Las Vegas in July and it was 115 degrees. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just like not built for that. And then you I go out. I don't think anybody is built no, for that. Oh, my Filipino fact. family seems fine. CJ seemed fine. And so it's just me shouting to Filipino people, I'm from Ireland. I can't do this. And then you see the Uber line and it's like people's babies. I was like, I can't even come outside in this. Um, so that's my number one con. My pro though, is there's so many men there. So the women's bathroom was empty. 
I, I mean, love that. I truly, I that's love how it is that at the so Super Bowl. Much. Just stalls yeah. upon stalls upon stalls. It also did a lot. Being at Summer League was like amazing for my self-confidence. Uh, former players that neither CJ and I could could name checked out my butt. Um, I wore a crop top the second day and I met one of CJ's friends. And the way the man greeted me was saying, I I don't know what CJ has going on for him, but wow. He did. Wow. I'm jealous of you wearing crop top. I mean, I currently have sort of a crop top on, but one of the things that I'm looking forward to most about recovering from this procedure is the day that I'm able to wear a crop top again. Yeah. I don't care about my scars. I'm going to show them off, but um, I cannot wear a crop top right now. Oh boy. I, my husband told me the other day, stop pushing your stomach out. You look pregnant. I I, I do. I I look pregnant and I'm not pushing it out. Yes. Crop top season is upon us. Speaking of John Morant, I want to make sure we hit this story. Oh, no. Do um, we have to? We do because – so CJ said it to me last night, but John Morant's friend got arrested at his house for at fighting John's a teenager house? at Jaws' house. And when I heard that, I go, why is he having friends over? Like, if I was John Morant, I would have my mother move in. Like, and and the thing is, yes, it's, I I, I hate to be like so cynical about this of like, there's people's safety and da, da, da. But like, I'm like, a, a capitalist standpoint, you are hemorrhaging money by yeah. doing this dumb. I, I got to I got to donate those shirts. I mean, this is, this is bad. It, so it, it wasn't bad him. It was his it. friend. It was yeah, his friend. But still, Why are you having a party? And I know it's. Have John, a nun move in. Yeah. Can you please just stay out of the news for six months? Six months out of the news, I think um, people will forget or someone will screw up even bigger. So he should be at like a wellness retreat. Like he shouldn't be at his house throwing parties that teens are at while he is on suspension for flashing a gun a bunch of times. Like and and I'm chill. You know, I'm like, I try and call myself a cool white lady. And I'm like, Ja, what are you doing? This is just like, yeah. I want you to get another sneaker deal. I want you to be a star that is the face of the NBA. And you are throwing that away to have stupid parties. Yeah, I don't really understand what is going on. And I don't know how many times he needs to be reprimanded. I, it seems like whatever is happening is not getting through to him and no it's not i'm about ready to give up well you do share a last name um <laughs> you're like i'm gonna no. donate those shirts I'm like what are you gonna do with your last name <laughs> i know i'm like shoot what am i gonna do i'm really kind of in a per- predicament now it is it's all it's all very it's not really my last um, name either i'm like i just th- use my i think one? I think since I've seen you, Tyrese Halliburton has signed a max deal yes i'm very excited for him thanked and his mom and in the video announcing him, they played uh, Triple H's walk-up song. They played Triple Sick. H's music, which he is a huge WWE fan. So that's why you I love to the it. foreshadowing there. Yes. Okay, great. Um, uh, I'm very happy for Tyrese. He is a guy that uh, seems to have his head screwed on. Oh, he's an angel. My fear now is he's making $260 million that he's going to move out of my parents' neighborhood. Mm, that would go a lot a long way in Indiana. <laughs> you could buy the whole neighborhood, Megan. Like I'm just like just buy the gated neighborhood and make it a Tyrese Halliburton fun zone. Um, any any other sort of off season free? Well, something agency. very sad. Pour one out. Um, oh, the Bull Orlando Bull. Magic released Bull Bull, which is very depressing for me. And 
Uh, if you look at the season Bol Bol had, he, he played well. So I'm yeah. not really sure why they had to, to get rid of him, but I'm very sad. He did land with the Phoenix Suns, which yeah. are obviously a team that is in contention to make a run in the playoffs, if not make a run at the championship. So um, he's sort of your poor man's Wembenyana. Um, uh-huh. So look, we we all love a tall, skinny, weird looking guy. So Especially especially the child of an iconic player too yeah i did see him at the airport um a couple weeks ago and so i've been telling him that he's the last person to see bulbul bulbul in orlando Orlando. (laughs) okay um quick baseball stories and then we're going to take a break and round out with some we're not talking about the white Sox because they've been a disaster and and he brought up carlos rodan and look i i don't want to say i told you so but i could have i could have told you from a mile away that this was going to be a disaster with Carlos Rodon when he was with the White Sox. He was injured, 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 injured. When they drafted him, I wanted them to draft Aaron Nola opposed to Carlos Rodon. And then he had a great, and I emphasize, great season where he just couldn't put to, put it together in the playoffs because he was dealing with an injury. The White Sox offered him money, but not enough money. He went and got his money with the Giants, had another great year, and then now boom back to what he once and always was i'm sad for carlos rodan i'm happy he got his money i'm glad it was not with my team um the angels have now come out and said that they're not going to be trading shohei otani and i get that like you can't trade away the greatest talent since babe ruth um but he is going to leave so it's like yes you don't want your organization to say we've given up hope being able to try and make it work. But yes, our organization is also going to get nothing out of this. Um, since we last saw, um, it, he was chanted for coming to Seattle during the All-Star game. My hope, of course, is that Shohei just comes right up, right up like the five and lands in in L.A. And and. I'm probably delusional. We all think he's coming here. Um, Eddie obviously mentioned the Yankees. I'm hoping he doesn't like New York. I'm hoping he wants to stay on the West Coast. I think I may be going to see him tomorrow pitch. Very Um, exciting. He is at 35 home runs right now. There's a belief that he might get to 60. Uh, It's just whatever he does, it's a joy. He's so handsome. I was talking with another man about how hot he is. Like he has done so much for baseball. And, and I do think it's good timing that it coincided with these games getting faster and there being rule changes that, that seem, but it's like Shohei really is putting major league baseball on his back because I think he's reached so many different people and I just feel lucky to have him. And this is a man who's not even American born and doesn't really even speak fluent English. And we're like, yes, our King. Yeah. He's been very fun to watch. I, I hope I I say this with trepidation. I, I hope he goes to a team that, um, you know, one of the big ones, the Dodgers, yeah. the Yankees. I'm not yeah. saying he's gonna... words, which is obviously uh, the team up north that I hate. No, he's not going to go there. I hope he goes to some sort of iconic franchise I think he to will. grow the game. I think he will. But I will say. And it um, makes me sad to say that because my team is not one of those iconic franchises. No, I think he'll I think he'll be in a, a major media market. Um, all right. Let's take a break and then we will come back with some NFL bits. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We are, we are back. back and we are seven Sundays um, away from the NFL season. I saw I you tweeted you need football now. Wait, I need football so bad, especially when it's hard to really do anything. Yeah. Um, and you sit at home and you watch sports. It's like, oh, even these sports talk shows, we got the backups on. And look, listen, yeah, people I, are on love, vacation. I love the backups. I would be thrilled to be a backup, Please, but it is in. very, very difficult to watch all of this stuff. This morning I have the open on, so that's good. At least we have some action going oh, on with yeah. golf. We have soccer, but it's just, it's not, it's not tickling me the no. way that football will. And it's like all of this crap going on. I'm moving to Connecticut, remodeling mm-hmm. this house. I've come September. I'm going to be in a new state in a new home on my couch watching football and I could not be more excited for it. I'm excited I for you. It. I've on my fantasy football chat group chats have already started lighting up. We're already planning the drafts. Yeah. I'm, oh my God. It's, it's, it's Christmas is coming. It truly is the holiday season. And I don't say that to be like cliche or anything, but football get just, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than Sunday red zone. Megan, I have really bad news. What's that? CJ and I both resigned from our fantasy football league. Why? Grow up. Oh, it's too much work. We have a kid. Like, come on. You can do it. We felt like we needed to focus on being parents. Oh, come on. I honestly I'm think you're so setting a bad busy. example for your child because you I should know. be able to Well, show the truth that. is, the truth is I will be asked to do other ones. And I think I'll probably do my friend, my all girls league. This Like, it's just, it's too much for me to do multiple ones. And I did fantasy basketball and you know, that really took a toll on me. Yeah, that does um, take a toll on you. And then CJ wasn't going to be in it. And I'm like, part of my fun is like 
messing with playing CJ. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I was like, then I'm just going to be like playing guys that are my friends, but like are even more so CJ's friends. Like that loses some of it. Okay. The best news coming out of the NFL today, it is assumed very confirmed too, that the NFL owners are going to approve the sale of the Washington commanders, which means as of today, Dan Snyder will no longer own an NFL franchise. Megan, I've been, they, they say little girls think about their weddings. I've been dreaming about this day since I was a little girl. You are not alone. Um, a lot of people have, uh, including <laughs> fans of the Washington Commanders. It this is, is time to get this man out. The fans deserve it. The players deserve it. The league deserves it. And now we will finally get to see it take place. And I just hope that they get a new stadium. And oh, they're going they will. I know they will. Um, but it is, we talked before in baseball, right? Like I hope Shohei Atani goes to one of those iconic franchises. The Washington Commanders are one of those iconic original. franchises yes. in the NFL. And people start to forget about it because they've been so irrelevant. And one of the main reasons they've been irrelevant is because they have an incompetent owner and incompetent doesn't even begin to scratch no, he the surface. Like, he seems like lightly evil too. Yes. And like they have to get a new stadium. The, the stadium is now known for sewage pouring out of it. And it's mm-hmm. like, this is the NFL. This isn't Oakland Ice. So we gotta, we gotta fix that. Um, okay. So there are being reports that Bill Belichick might actually be on a hot seat. Yeah, and very I, and hard I to believe. Think, no, I I think this is very accurate. Um, I told some friends this last year. I don't know if I said it here on this podcast, but the crafts are the type of owners where they are not going to just sit back and allow their franchise to crumble. Um, and I'm not saying this is all Bill Belichick's fault, but I am saying they are aware of the situation. Um, they are aware of what is going on. They are aware of the. Hmm. How it's Bill Belichick is not just any other coach, right? Like you can't fire Bill Belichick. You can't, but I do think there will be some sort of arrangement made, whether it is a retirement, whether it is a stepping down. If this team does not trend in the right direction, if this team does not compete well, if this team has a another underwhelming season, I think uh, Bill Belichick's days will be numbered. And I love Bill. I truly do love Bill. I respect everything that he's done in the NFL. Um, It's hard to argue any other way. He is the greatest coach of all time. And I know there's, you know, the Brady camp. Oh, it was Brady. But if you just look at the the body of work of what the Patriots Mm -hmm. have accomplished over the last 20 years, you have to tip your cap at least a little bit to Bill Belichick. And I guess, so. of course, I think Belichick is, Probably will go down as the greatest host and host. <laughs> Not the greatest host. Him and Pat, Pat Sajak, two greatest hosts of all time. Um, we are um, really- greatest, greatest. And then I and then I was like, oh, wait, host? Do I mean like a, like a man who puts out like a charcuterie board when friends come over? Like host does various meanings. What if Bill Belichick was just like an amazing like entertainer at his home? Like he's like, come in, grab a drink, grab a seat. I'll take the like ivory. Probably would be. Yeah. I mean, he has the place on Nantucket, which I imagine I could see him in an apron to have. But I think if you are someone who is being hosted by Bill Belichick, obviously you are a you're whining in some way, shape, or form. And so he's not just inviting, you know, the Megans over to his home, but he would well, invite we're high class. 
Uh, yeah, some some could argue that, but I don't know if we're high class enough for someone like Bill Belichick. Uh, I also wonder if his antics and what I mean by that is just kind of like, you know, Patriot way. Nobody gets paid. Um, curmudgeon, so, stick in the mud. Great. I just I don't know if that works on this generation of players. I don't know when if you're not winning. Too. Yeah, I don't when know when you're winning. It's like you can Anthony have Richardson. Right. Yeah. I don't know if this this whole um, aura about him is going to relate. Like, look, people change. Generations have changed. Like, this group of kids is way different than the group of kids that we were back in the day. So um, I don't know if he has really evolved to that very well. And it wouldn't surprise me if this was his last season with the Patriots, if it doesn't go well. And what I'm saying is I I don't disbelieve that maybe the seat is hot. I don't think Bill Belichick will ever be, there'll be headlines. It's like, he's fired. I think it'll be the crafts going to him and being like, hey, Bill, we're good. And he'll go, OK, I'm going to say that I'm retiring or that I'm, you know, resigning and then going to take a year. Like, it's not just going to be um, Bloody Monday. Do they call it Bloody Monday? Bloody Monday sounds it does. gross. <laughs> they, they do. They do call it something. Black, Black Monday. Black Monday. I think it's Black Monday. I don't think it's bloody. I think it's Black Monday. Um, and that's Bla- he's all... not going to be. He's not going to be a, a victim of Black Monday. He but will. Listen, he is old. Like he's up there. Yeah. In age. Uh, he retire. What will he do when he retires? I don't I think he's know. And maybe I could write that movie. High school lacrosse. Right. And I think that would be a great movie for you. Like he goes. I'd love to some... write that movie. So, yeah, start working on it now. I think he's going to go either well, somewhere we're on in Maryland or somewhere we're on strike, in Nantucket. Um, we're on strike. I know, but you don't have to pitch it anywhere. Just like write it in your little journal. I started journaling. Um, so. Oh, boy. Watch out, world. Um, okay. Dak Prescott says he won't throw 10 interceptions. He could throw more. Um, Dak, I don't I don't think you should have done this. I, 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 I don't. What are the odds s- on it? Do we have do we have odds on that? Because I mean, we could bet against it. That'd be pretty fun. Oh, I'm betting against it. Ten is low. Um, I also think like you; those are just sort of the statements you don't put. It's like saying like I'll never. It's like it's too definitive, and it's too like this is what it's going to be. That it's like even if he throws eleven, that's still an amazing season. But he failed on this arbitrary goal he made for himself. Like you saying you need to leave the hospital early. I also but I did that. I did that. But I also left the hospital early. But it was not a goal. It was just because the food wasn't good. It should and be I want- a goal though, because the smell of the hospital alone should make everybody want to run and hide well and where i delivered there was no nursery and so then it was just cj me and conrad in a room and i'm like i gotta i'm in a diaper he's in a diaper i haven't slept in three days i gotta go home and have a glass of wine and some spaghetti yeah you really got to get out of there okay so deandre hopkins signed a two-year deal with the titans which sort of shocked everybody and we learned that the reason he signed this two-year deal with the titans is because they paid him the most amount of money. Now, Hopkins was um, linked to the Patriots in some way, shape, or form. And obviously, the Patriots being the Patriots did not offer him enough money. And it no. is why he was with the Titans. Um, but uh, he he does have, have some some ties there with um you look at you know Vrabel is is the head coach there it doesn't they're not a contender so that is what um is sort of confusing not that the Patriots were but you know I don't want him on the Titans they're in the Colts division I also Tannehill I was just like who is there I'm like Marcus Mariota no Tannehill no um it is Tannehill but it's like he's he had a bad season 
He did have a bad season. Um, And now the Patriots are favorites to sign Dalvin Cook, but Leonard Fournette visited the facility on Wednesday. So it is clear the Patriots are not happy with their offensive weapons, which they shouldn't be because they are embarrassing. But this is where I have issues with Bill Belichick. If you want weapons, you have to pay for them. And I know he spent decades of not having to pay for these things but those days are over you want to win sign good players and pay them so that you we, the patriots can get back on track to winning games yeah um megan i've had such a great time seeing you i have had a good time seeing you too megan i'm hoping that today is um better than yesterday so far it's trending that direction and i think um i just need to get outside and walk even though yeah. it's painful even yeah. though it's over huh? 100 degrees here in oh. Florida. I think I oh. just need to do it. I just need to get out there and I need to walk because the more I walk, the better I feel. And yesterday I did not walk and I had a bad day. Um, We are wishing you well on your recovery journey because you're still on it and we're sending you lots of love. I have been guest hosting a serious show on Radio Andy. And yesterday I ranked the top 10 athletes that have ever appeared on Bravo. Um, so I did release the list on my Twitter. If you would like to go and see who are been the top. Are you on again this week? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have two more days. I'm doing Thursday and Friday. It's every day. And I go in the studio. I'm like a real radio host. I sit at like a little thing and I take calls. This is great because I think sports meets Bravo is truly yeah. your calling. It really is. Um, and I'm I'm very, very excited for this. I, I've started taking over. We do like a live uh, Twitch cast for mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was like Brock Lesnar was going to come out the other day. And I was like, all right, minus 125. He comes out with a cowboy hat on. What are we taking? And then everybody would sort of like bet in that. And then, you know, so I'm always about the wrestling sports analogies. You're yes. about the Bravo, Bravo. sports analogies. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. love the crossover community. This is very good. Yeah. Our little Venn diagram in the middle. Um, It's been wonderful to see you. Wonderful to see Eddie. Eddie, have a wonderful trip back home. Um, And everybody stay cool and safe. Please, please, please. And we will see and you. Ja, no more parties. Thanks. No more parties. Just take a nap, Ja. Um, we'll see you next time. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.